Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Kevin Connors for another episode of Connors Clinic Live. And we have a very special guest, just a wonderful colleague who I see eye to eye on in so many ways. She actually interviewed me on her podcast a couple of years ago. And now I hate to say well, finally, but we are finally getting around to repay that favor. It's Dr. V. Dr. V is a Canadian uh, breast cancer survivor. You, I'm sure all our patients have heard about her as we have heavily promoted the podcast that I was on on hers. Uh, and she is the author of Heal Breast Cancer Naturally, which is a number one Amazon bestseller in 10 categories in five different countries, huge book. We recommend it to all our breast cancer patients and even just regular other people with other cancers because it's just is so beneficial. She's the founder of Breast Can Cancer Conqueror. That's what most people know her for. And the seven essentials system that she developed. She's co-founder of uh, uh, My Breast uh, friend. So that is another trademark issue that she has. Uh, her signature process has empowered thousands, literally thousands and thousands of women over 56 countries around the world uh, to help them make the best choices with cancer. So Dr. V, welcome. Appreciate you. you. Just appreciate you so, so, so much. Um, Thank you for having me and sharing my message of hope, your community. It's always um, encouraging to speak to doctors who have ventured into the realm of helping people naturally and becoming more public. Um, I speak to colleagues that... Um, think I'm crazy for doing podcasts like this and writing books and having a website with lots of information that we give away on because it sets us up as a target. And maybe it does. Um, but I believe like you do that God has us on a mission and we're here for greater purposes than self-preservation. So why don't you kind of give us your story on what brought you down this pathway to get uh, people understanding uh, some foundational truths about Dr. V. So um, I'm a chiropractor by profession and uh, it was 1983, my, I was in practice for three years. So just a little fledgling. And my father was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and you know how, how it goes with traditional medicine, right? Gave him no hope six weeks to live and he bought it to the day. I mean, he died a horrible death and, you know, six weeks later, but throughout that whole period, you know, I knew the body's ability to heal. And I knew given the right resources that potentially the body could heal. Now, of course, this was advanced. So maybe it would not have made a difference, but I think it would have made a difference in the quality of his life. And so I, you know, started researching 1983, no internet back then. So I, you know, went to the library, called some cancer clinics, which were few and far between back then. And, and I realized, you know, there were things that could be done for people with cancer. So I started applying these principles in my practice and one thing led to another. I mean, I was seeing people from literally different countries and, you know, just a lot of people from all over the place because of the results we were getting. And, um, you know, fast forward about, um, you know, 10, 11 years later, I'm in the shower, 
I'm getting ready to get ready for work and I feel this lump in my breast. And right away I knew, you know, it was that innate gut feeling. I knew it wasn't just a typical benign cyst. And so that started my journey with breast cancer. And, and you know, I, I really was shocked because I was, you know, Dr. V, the wellness warrior, you know, helping all these people get well. And yet here I was facing this, you know, breast cancer in my, in my breast. So I, I went back to the drawing board and I said, okay, you know, I know what, um, you know, what cancer is and what cancer is not. And I had to ask myself, what, uh, what did I do that allowed the cancer to develop and show up in my body? And so that's when I, you know, started looking at different options and, and how I would really improve my immune system, improve my health and we can do things to weaken the cancer. And so from 2004 through 2006, that's what I did. I really worked heavily, did a lot of research. And, you know, there were times that I was frustrated and confused just like any other woman would be, right? With breast cancer, there was some fears sometimes in the back of my mind, but I just kept pushing forward. And then I felt like I had this download about the seven essentials because I, I was jumping all over the place. I didn't feel like I had a structured process. So that's when I created the seven essentials, you know, a step-by-step -step guide that if you follow, you never have to fear cancer or any dis-ease again. And so that first journey was, was very successful. It was quite simple. Um, didn't take too long. It only took a couple of years. Uh, but then fast forward to 2015, and by then, you know, I'd sold my practice. I was now known as the breast cancer conqueror, helping women from all over the world. Again, you know, wellness warrior, working from sunup to sundown. And I did not manage my health very well, and it caught up with me. And I, I felt another lump, you know, same place, same area. And I, you know, I knew that there was something going on in my body. I mean, I was tired, I was stressed, I wasn't sleeping well, my hormones were off. Um, I ended up finding out I had cavitations or infections in my mouth. And then I, I created the perfect storm for cancer to show up again. So this time, you know, there was a lot more available to me as far as research. And you know, we had learned so much from 2006 to 2015, nine years in the cancer world, you know, a lot more information. And so I, you know, started, did all kinds of testing. I did high dose vitamin C, all different kinds of supplements, nutrients, and it took me three years. But uh, since uh, 2018, I've been happier and healthier than I've ever been. Well, that's a huge praise God right there. I do want to ask you about your seven essentials. But before that, there was something that you said that perked my ear a little bit. When you first uh, were diagnosed with cancer your first time, you asked yourself the question, I don't know if I can phrase it exactly the way you said it, but what did I do um, that um, may have led to this diagnosis? Is there, do you see a big difference between um, a person being diagnosed with cancer and um, not taking responsibility for it? Maybe just saying, why did I get this? Instead of, instead of asking the honest question, why did I get this? What, what did I do that participated in this? Is there a difference between being a victim and being taking responsibility for it? Totally, totally. You know, there's the, the patients or clients that say, oh, why me, poor me? 
And there's the patients that say, okay, this is showing up in my life for a reason. So what, how did I live my life that allowed this cancer to show up and why is it showing up? So they, they approach it with curiosity and they approach it with a sense of responsibility, which is a totally different um, attitude about your healing. And of course, as you've seen, I'm sure, you know, the victim versus the, the victor, um, there's a huge difference in the outcome as far as their, their mortality is concerned. Yeah. I had a patient ask me just uh, yesterday, she said, uh, can you explain to me what you say in a, they must have said it in a video that you have to get to the point to be thankful for, thank God for your cancer. Um, I, I don't understand that because she thinks, you know, she said cancer is an evil thing. And it's like, well, yeah, it is. But you, there's still things that you can shape your life and can change you. And God can use this to his glory if you allow that no matter bad things happen all the time. And it's how we look at them and how we say, okay, how can, can God be glorified in this kind of as a, as a Christian. And um, it's a, just a different way of looking at it that I think is healthier. And you're not taking that victim mentality. Yes. So we, we teach our clients to always ask the question, what is the gift? Yeah. Because it's not just getting rid of the lump or the bump, but it's about the transformation that you're going to go through if you choose to, to come out on the other side, a happier and healthier person. Yeah. Now let's jump into these seven essentials, these okay. that, uh, that you had downloaded to you that, uh, <laughs> that are so important. Um, uh, and I just, I just love them. If you want to walk us through that, that would be great. Okay, then feel free to jump in or interject anytime. So essential number one is let food be your medicine. And I think nutrition is definitely at the front of everybody's mind. You know, there's so much information now about eating well and organic. And um, now we know about food and how it affects our genes. Um, so there's, you know, there's, there's so many amazing things that can happen when we choose the right foods and there's no one size fits all when it comes to diet. Um, you know, it really depends on your genetics, on your, the health of your gut. Um, you know, there's just so many factors. So people ask me, well, what's, what's the perfect way to eat? Well, generally speaking as a big overview, I would say, you know, 80% raw, make sure it's organic, lots of greens, lots of veggies. If you choose to eat protein, make sure that it's clean, hormone-free, antibiotic-free, all of that. Nuts and seeds, you know, just make sure that you're getting a lot of um, trace minerals in your food as well. Yeah, we, we talk, you know, we test, you know, with kinesiology, we test for cause on patients and it's just how it's changed over the last 20 years with patients. The most common cause in our testing for cancer is pesticides, herbicides, chemicals from our food sources. And it's even in people that say, well, I've been eating organic for 10 years. It's there's so much cross-contamination. We are just being poisoned. Yeah, at least here in America, we are. I don't know how bad it is in Canada, but it's just awful. Yeah, it is. And, and that brings us right into essential number two, you know, the toxicity, reduce your toxic exposure. We can't live in a bubble, but there's 
things that you can do to actively reduce that exposure. So as you know, we mentioned, you know, organic as much as you can. Look at what you have in your home. You know, there's hundreds of chemicals that will promote breast cancer. Um, if you're not careful with the cleaners and the sprays and the artificial candles and all of those things, uh, look at what you're putting on your skin because again, all these chemicals, so many of them are what we call xenoestrogens or chemical estrogens that will mimic and stimulate estrogen in the body. So just, you know, start with one thing at a time, you know, get rid of the shaving cream for your legs and just use plain soap, use clean toothpaste, use clean cosmetics, clean things to, you know, clean your home. And, and that makes a huge dent in, in that toxicity level. And then take active steps to detox your body on a regular basis. So we're, you know, we're strong advocates of coffee enemas, you know, colonic irrigations, liver cleanses, parasite cleanses, uh, saunas, sweating, make sure that you sweat, uh, lymphatic drainage, lymphatic massage, all of that is so important to get those toxins out of your body. Yeah, that's great. That's so essential, isn't it? No matter how well you do. I mean, and, and like you said, just may, start making some wise decisions. You have to buy product anyhow, just make some bitter, better choices. So, and it's so easy now compared to what oh, it was 20 goodness. years ago. Yes, I mean, I used to remember. have to make my stuff back then, and now oh. it's just go to the local grocery store and you have it. Right. That's right. Okay, point number is, uh, three. Number three is to um, balance your energy. So we're one billionth physical matter, right? The rest is all energy. So how do we keep that energy balanced? Chiropractic care is going to keep your nerve system balanced. Acupuncture, uh, exercise, you have to move your body. Uh, proper sleep. If we don't get restorative sleep, then you're turning on cancer-promoting genes. You're not detoxifying properly. You're weakening your immune system. And then the biggest thing for me with number three is hormones. You know, traditional medicine has really vilified women's hormones and made them afraid that if they have an estrogen positive cancer, oh no, we have to shut down your hormones. But, you know, our hormones don't cause cancer. We look at every 20 year old on the planet who's raging hormones, you know, they're, they're fine, they're healthy. And we need our hormones for brain health and gut health and brain, um, heart health and bone health, all those things. And if we shut down those hormones with toxic drugs, then it opens up the way to create you know, more cancers and more dis-ease in the body. So I always teach our women, first of all, find out what your hormone levels are through saliva testing. Find out if you have a problem with methylation or metabolism of your hormones, because if you do and you're not breaking down your hormones properly, then there's a possibility that those excessive estrogens could trigger cancer and, you know, test, test to see, you know, where, where you are as far as that methylation and reduce your toxic exposure to things that stimulate estrogen, like the chemicals you put on your skin and the sunscreens and the phthalates and the plastics, even metals, even the metals in your mouth, which we'll talk about, those are known as, as xenometallogens or, you know, estrogens, they stimulate estrogen production when you're exposed to them. Yeah, that's where you get into the pesticides and herbicides again, or even and they're xenoestrogen-like and right. and uh, horrible for uh, hormone-positive breast cancers. Uh, yeah, that is a, a challenge because women are. That's the biggest question that we get with breast cancer patients: women that are that are pushed so hard by the medical profession 
to do the medical aromatase inhibitors that will just literally shut down all their hormones and everybody hates it. You know, they all hate what it makes them feel like. Um, It's just uh, chemically just puts them into a chemical uh, slurry of uh, dysregulation of all hormone function. It's just horrible. Right. And they can, you know, if they have, if they're afraid of that whole estrogen story, then do things that can help support balancing those estrogens, you know, like flax or fermented soy or um, dim and calcium deglucurate, you know, all these things that could really help manage those hormone levels in your body properly. Right. I always tell them there's, there's ways to help pull out those quote unquote bad estrogens without eliminating all your estrogen and progesterone that is so essential for everything else. Totally. Um, now you talked about, well, let's, well, we're really getting into it in point number four. So I'll let you jump into that. Okay. Number four is to heal the emotional wounds. And we kind of alluded to that at the beginning of the podcast, you know, victim, victor, but um, you know, really understanding what's going on in your heart and your soul is so important when it comes to healing. It means, you know, learning to love yourself, to really create healthy relationships, create healthy boundaries, nurture that little girl inside of you, you know, make sure that she feels safe and and to forgive yourself, forgive others, let go of things in the past and to really dive into that emotional aspect of your life. Because let's face it, even if we had the best childhood, you know, there's still different aspects of our life, whether it was teenager, young adult, you know, we, we had challenges in our life. And if we just stuff them and suppress them, then that energy, that emotional energy is, is still lingering because that memory is stored up in our, our cells. And um, Candace Pert, you know, she was way ahead of her time in the 80s. She wrote the book Molecules of Emotions. And, you know, she said, you know, mind becomes body because every thought you think creates those proteins that talks to every single cell in your body. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, you are the placebo. You know, your mind has such a powerful message to your cells, good or bad, whatever you choose. So really, you know, looking at the power of the mind, the power of your belief, because I'm sure you've seen this, you know, patients who vacillate and say, well, I think I can heal. I'm not sure. And I hope this works versus this is going to work and I'm going to heal and I'm going to be happy and healthy at the end of this journey makes a huge difference in in their response. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. That is maybe one of the key things, right? That that Maybe that's one of, we should maybe say that one of the more difficult things to go through, you know, you can make the physical changes of I'm going to get rid of all toxic substances in my house, toxic shampoos and such. But when you have to deal with some inner wounds, um, you have, you know, it, that's a little bit, a little bit harder. So um, that's one that everybody wants to skip. You know? Yeah. Yes. And if they, I were to start over, I think I'd put that one at number one yeah. because I, I've, you know, I've seen women who traveled the world, done everything, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on their treatments, but they never addressed, you know, what was between here and here. They just, they, did, they didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah, we see that time and again to the, the more difficult cases are the ones that have just an anxiety that is just 
relentless and yeah. yeah all right number five this is the one that you really kind of learned this on your second journey right yes yes i um yes i did i had done some work before on, on removing the metals in my mouth but number five um <clears throat> to embrace biological dentistry it means to really take a look at chemically what's going on in your mouth and then energetically so um, if we start with chemically, you know, if we look at metal fillings, we know those are 50% um, mercury and that's one of the most toxic elements on the planet and it's gonna cause all kinds of neurodegenerative issues and suppress your immune system. It's also metalloestrogen, right? Stimulates estrogen. So we wanna make sure that we remove those metals from our mouth properly by using, you know, biological dentists that are certified and the SMART technique, or they're certified by, you know, there's different biological organizations, but make sure they're certified. And then um, there's the root canals, right? Root canals are basically dead tooth. It's a dead appendix or a dead gallbladder. It's the same thing, full of, you know, anaerobic bacteria, no matter how aseptic you try to make it. And that can drip toxins into your, into your, your body. Um, but recently, though, interesting, talking about root canals, I discovered something called regenerative endodontics, where they are actually removing, the, they, they take that root canal and they remove the binders and everything that they had in there that are toxic, flush it out with frequencies and sound, make it aseptic, and then they put in a bioceramic material that is non-toxic. And it fills all the little crevices and it works really well. I had a client who went to LA to have that done. It was amazing. When she pulled out that thing from the old root canal, it was all black and full of mold and bacteria. It's pretty fascinating. So um, wow, that's something new. Yeah, that's great. it was for me. Yeah, it was for me. Regenerative orthodontics. Um, then the endodontics. The next thing is looking at your mouth energetically. So your teeth are connected to your organs through the acupuncture meridian system. And if there's a hunk of metal or if there's a root canal, that can really affect that meridian. And there are specific meridians in the top and the bottom on the teeth that deal, that are you know, connected to the breast meridians. And we see the connection all the time. Um, a cavitation is another thing, right? A cavitation is an infection in the bone. After you've had a tooth pulled, if it wasn't cleaned out properly, it'll create an infection, literally eat away at the bone. Cavitation means hole in the bone. And um, that can cause some issues. And, and I found out in my case, so I had, you know, a cavitation up here on number 14, which is left breast meridian, one down here, I forget the number down there, 20 something left breast meridian. So, you know, there's, there's always that connection. And we can see that on thermography too. You know, if they have red spots or their mouth is all red, we know definitely you need to clean out that mouth. Yeah, we see, we do thermography, we see that all the time matter of fact yeah. you could actually just see a uh, a tooth that just run yeah. right down to that breast it's yeah. just like oh boy yeah. but it's another thing to do to help get better right that's right okay number six yeah so this is all the therapeutic plants and herbs that people want to know about what do i take to build my immune system up to kill the cancer cells 
And, you know, there's a whole plethora. I mean, if you get the book, you'll see there's like over 700 uh, references to all the different studies, you know, that show which products work and why. So, you know, basic things like vitamin D, just keep your vitamin D levels optimal between 80 and 100. That in itself will help you to prevent breast cancer and it'll really ensure that you can heal properly. Make sure you have all your trace minerals like zinc, selenium, magnesium. Uh, your vitamin A is also very important. And then, you know, look at um, therapeutic plants like curcumin and wormwood. And um, there's, you know, uh, different formulations like polyMVA and, and uh, Oracel, which are basically different things that are designed to kill cancer cells. Even concentrations of blueberries can, can really uh, help to you know, turn off those cancer-promoting genes. Broccoli sprouts are very important. Sulforaphane you know, turns on over 200 genes. So there's, there's a whole system that we use to, to help you know, support nutritionally and then to really target those cancer cells. Yeah. How important is that? And we get an argument sometimes when, we, when I have a phone consult with uh, a spouse that will say, well, if there's studies on this, why aren't the regular doctors using it? It, it takes you literally 30 seconds to do a Google Scholar search on the curcumin or vitamin D, and you'll see 600 pages of studies, right. and yet they're never read. <laughs> it's uh, it's mm -hmm. and never acknowledged. It's it's kind of sad, actually. And you can't you can't patent these things, right? No. There's so there's no money in it, money. right? There's no money to be made. Yeah. Okay, number seven. Number seven, the last one. It's all about keeping a pulse on your health and and really uh, embracing early detection. And so we recommend a lot of tests outside of conventional medicine. When we think of early detection, what do we think of? You know, mammograms. I mean, the pink month is coming up, right? And so we teach women, you have a lot of other choices. You know, if you choose to do a mammogram, know the consequences, you know, the radiation, the compression, the problems it could cause, um, and then back it up with something else like an ultrasound. If you do thermography, your thermography is a great tool that you know, does not give off radiation. It looks at the physiological changes in the, in the tissue of the breast. Back that up with an ultrasound as well, you know, because that's going to give you a different window to look at. And then there's uh, you know, breast self-exam. So we talked about, you, know, you mentioned you know, my breast friend. So my breast friend was uh, created originally through the Mammacare Foundation. And maybe you learned on a model similar to this on how to do a proper breast exam. So the Mammacare Foundation has taught thousands of doctors around the world for the last 30 years. And this is the model that they used. So they asked me to take this model to the general public. So women would now have access to this model. So we made it look pretty, put it in a pretty box. Comes with an instructional video, a little booklet, but it teaches you what to look for and what to feel. So you see these lumps here and then how to feel and where to feel. So it's a whole system that really teaches women, you know, the proper way of doing a breast exam, because if you can find something, well, let me show you this picture here, the average size lump that a woman finds when she's not trained, properly trained is the size of a ping pong ball. When she's properly trained, she can find something the size of a pea. 
So a huge difference. Big and difference there, yeah. That small and it hasn't spread, your survival rate is 15 years over 88%. So, you know, it's, it's a big game changer if you can find it small. And then there's, you know, all the blood tests that we recommend, of course, you know, your vitamin D levels, vitamin A, magnesium, um, look at your inflammatory markers, because if there's lots of inflammation in the body, then chances are you're, you know, producing cancer cells. And we use, you know, different tests. I don't know if I'm sure you're familiar with RGCC. I'm not sure if you use it or not, but um, RGCC and there's other companies now that filter the blood and look at circulating tumor cells because if they cut out the tumor, that's great, but there's still cancer floating around in your body, right? right? And you have to address that root cause. So it gives us these tools to be able to manage things more effectively. Yeah, that's great. Well, we just appreciate all your work that you're doing. Um, anything current in your life that is that you're promoting? Well, um, we always have, uh, well, we used to have live retreats, uh, but now we have virtual retreats. We just finished one of those. And actually in a couple of weeks, we're doing a small live retreat in Sarasota where we rent a house on the beach and we bring women together, hang out for four days or so. We get bring in IVs, different practitioners who do bioenergetic testing. We do meditation. We just eat well and just, you know, hang out and, and share our, our journey. So that's, that's the, we're doing one in a couple of weeks and we'll do one again in the spring. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you are a ginormous encouragement to a lot of people, even those without breast cancer. So I just want to acknowledge you. We're going to have information about your website. So patients can, and listeners can get to that, see the tools that you have available, um, utilize your service. Um, I just want to thank you. Appreciate thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for all that you do as well, Dr. Connors. Again, thank you very much. Appreciate all our listeners on this episode of Connors Clinic Live. Dr. B, thank you again.